Now, prepare your hearts and minds for your weekly dose of Christian chat with Donna and Regina. Let them know you're listening on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Christian Chat 88. Get ready to keep it real. Hello, and welcome to Christian Chat with Donna and Regina. I'm Donna. And I'm Regina. If you're thinking about it, we're talking about it. And before we talk about anything on this chat, we pray first. So you will bow with us at home. We would love that. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us to be your vessels and to be up here today to talk about this topic that needs to be discussed i'm hoping that whatever we say will be in uh, spirit will go to somebody's heart and hopefully release these feelings and be able to get back into your in your house in jesus name we pray amen amen and so we did get a little hint but what i'm going to do is read the scripture that will lead us into today's chat so the scripture for this evening is coming from ephesians 4 verses 31 to 32 Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving for um, uh, one another as God in Christ forgave you. Let me uh, get that uh, again because I want it to be clear. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And so today, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about church hurt, church hurt. And, you know, there's all kinds of hurt. There's work hurt, family hurt, but for some reason, church hurt really hits in a different way because it, it um, sometimes attaches itself to what you believe, mm-hmm. how you relate to God, how you feel about people. You know, it could just go so deep. And um, so we want to just take a look at that tonight. I apologize for uh, messing up the scripture, but that's why I wanted to read it again um, to make sure it was clear Mm -hmm. because um, I I need everyone to be clear about, you know, how you attack church. How do you even get over it? You know, how do you begin to get over it? Can you get over it? Can you get past it? And if so, how do you do that? And so we're just going to share some of our thoughts with you this evening. And hopefully, um, if you have experienced church hurt and you've been able to get through it, you will help someone else as we are trying to help those who are probably in it. You know, Mm -hmm. we just want to we want people to be to feel good about going to church. You know, we, we want them to get back to a place where that can happen because the church is just the building like the church is the people it's the building but it is it or should be a safe zone Mm -hmm. like a safe place for you to be and so if it is no longer a safe space for you we want to try to get you back to that so when i think about church hurt you know i think sometimes it depends on the person when you ask the question can you get over it or how do you get past it i think sometimes it depends on the person and um the degree of hurt sometimes as well mm-hmm. because i look at it you know me i have probably quote unquote experienced church hurt but i don't look at it like it's so serious that i can't go back to church like that's my church 
You know what I'm saying? Nobody's running me out of my church, but everybody is not there. You know, everybody is not there yet. And so I think when you start reflecting on, okay, well, what happened? First, you have to deal with what happened. You know, was it a person who said something? Was it um, an organization that you joined and you were really excited about it? And then one person said something that turned you off. And so now you're leaving, you know, you have to look at yourself as an individual too. Why is it that this one person can say something to just make you get up and leave your church? You know, so there's some self-reflecting that has to go on there too. But then Regina, I also think it, it has to also deal with where you are in Christ. It's a lot. Where you are as a believer, like where you are and what you, your relation, because this is very, it's very hard to tell someone, okay, well, well, that's why I don't do it. But you know, there are some people who might try to say, well, if you believe in God, God didn't do it to you. That doesn't mean you have to stop coming to church, you know, but for the person who has experienced the hurt, it's not that simple. Because every time you walk in the door, there's probably the reminder of the hurt. And that's probably what you have to deal with and get to the root of. But you know what happens, Regina? Sometimes um, people just leave and they never say anything. Mm-hmm. They just leave. And I think that and before you leave, you should always have a conversation. Because it could just be a misunderstanding. It really could be. Sometimes a person a person could have hurt you and they don't even know that they did it. And now you've left the church, you've left this organization, and that person that hurt you has no idea. But you didn't take the time to have a conversation with them. They don't know that you're hurt. They don't know that you left because... And then the one mistake that a lot of us always make is, well, they should know. Or how could he not know that what he said, you know, hurt my feelings? Or how could she know that what she did hurt me? And so you feel like, well, I shouldn't have to tell them, you know, I shouldn't have to tell you. You should know how you made me feel. But that is not the case. And I think that is the biggest mistake. Even if you could even take that outside of church hurt, just hurt in general. Mm -hmm. There are so many times that there are conversations that are not had that needed to be had and just were not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's unfortunate because, um, and I know I'm saying a lot, Regina, but I know sometimes I'm, 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 I'm capped up on you now. I got you. Go okay, ahead. Because I, I forget. But also, you know, when you are, a, say if you have not grown up in the church and you're coming to church like for the first time in your life and you're excited and then someone says something that hurts your feelings or rubs you the wrong way. Guys, you have to remember the people in church are the same people that are in the supermarket. They're the same people that work with you every day. They're the people at the car wash. They're the people at school. They're just people walking into a church building just like you. Mm-hmm. For some reason, people think that when people walk through the church doors, it's like, oh, like it's just like <laughs> all sin is gone. Everybody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody's feelings can be hurt. But these are people. They're not perfect. They are going to make mistakes. Why? Because they're human. Even the pastor may say something you don't like one Sunday. That's not necessarily 
a thing to make you just get up and leave the church like have you got no word mm-hmm. and this one sunday you just don't agree with something that he said so now you have to leave i mean you got to really think about the expectations that you put on people these are people they are not perfect they are going to disappoint you sometimes mm-hmm. and so you got to think about this are you perfect have you not ever made a mistake or have you not ever said something that came out the wrong way or people didn't agree with it? Like th- these are just people. You're just taking them from the supermarket and putting them in a the church. You're just taking them from one place and putting them into another. They're people. So I'm just saying, you know, when it comes to church hurt, just really, especially if you have experienced it and you left the church because of it, I'm really talking to you. Just really think about everything that transpired and did you try to have a conversation before you just left because you know it not only will bless you or help you to have the conversation it might help the person because if they did something to hurt you and they don't know it they could be hurting other people and not even know it so what everybody's supposed to just leave and have this person out there just hurting people and they don't know what they're doing so just try, just consider, you know, just consider everything that transpired and just, I don't know, Regina, you could come in now because church hurt, it bothers me. You know why? Because I that's see. The place <laughs> <laughs> if y'all know, y'all, if y'all been faithful watchers, you know, this is bothering Donna, boy. Donna, go on. <laughs> <laughs> but really, because I've never experienced it, but I know people who have. And I just hate that they experienced it in church. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe didn't have those conversations because then they take it from church to God. Mm -hmm. You know, like, well, that church thing, that ain't for me. You know, well, you know, I tried the God thing. No, because I'm thinking about new believers, Mm -hmm. people who are coming in as babes and don't understand that this place is full of just regular people. Mm -hmm. And then they come in with these expectations and then they get hurt and then now they're like oh well forget that no i tried the god thing or i tried the church thing it didn't work for me but that was only one time but the problem is sometimes all it takes is one time that's why in that scripture where it says let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with malice Mm -hmm. you got to be kind to people in church you got to you know everywhere everywhere you got to be kind to people but all that negativity all that slander all that gossip stuff in church that can really change the life of someone and their whole perspective mm-hmm. of christ god church the whole thing and so that's why i'm just like real passionate about it so <laughs> you can, you can oh, I, I, I couldn't tell don i couldn't tell you can tell <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> oh Go my ahead. gosh Ooh, i got so much you, you you dropped a lot of nuggets and um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to attempt to go through it okay Church is a building. Church is a building. It's literally a building, right? And Donna said it perfectly. It's filled with unperfect people that's trying to become more like God. And in the trying to be more like God, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things. You're not going to be perfect. Just like you're not perfect in your house. You're not perfect at work. You're not perfect with your friends. You're not going to be perfect at church. Now, with church, it gives you more accountability. I say that. Church gives you more accountability because you're more on your P's and Q's in church because you know that you could uphold yourself in a certain way in in the house of the Lord. So, yes, you're supposed to be. And I think it's a good thing because it teaches you how to 
supposed to handle conflicts because you're supposed to handle them in a godly manner. You're not supposed to act crazy and scream and holler and all that. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to learn how to deal with people on a godly-like basis. That's what you're there for. And a lot of us are not there yet in our walk. And so we do act like more street than we do supposed to be acting like in church. And then that's what turns people off because the expectations of people are that. You see it on TV, you see, you know, and they put it on there, like you said, the Messiah, the, the clouds open up, the sun comes in there, the angels come down and everybody's in there, kumbaya and all day. And we are not coming in with the with the right expectations of church. Yes, we're supposed to, I, w- I would say this is how I feel. You're supposed to expect more in church than you do on the street. You're supposed to expect more. Yes, because that's why you're there. You're supposed to learn as you grow. Yes. But remember when you do go in there, these pastors are human beings, right? Um, church, the building is a church, right? The building is a nonprofit organization. It is a business. Church is a business, not in a business of making money, but lights have to be cut on. Power has to, you know, things have to go through the church. These people are trying to run a organization and run your spirit and run your soul. Like everything is entwined in this. And a lot of times we get confused on that part. I think that part needs to be discussed too, because a lot of times people separate stuff out and they, and they think like, oh, you go to church, all they do is ask for money and they, all they are doing is doing this and they just have to play around every five minutes and this, this and that. And they get hurt because they think that you should not supposed to ask for money. But sweetie, when you go to the bathroom, flush that toilet, water goes through it. When you cut the light on, the lights come on. How do you think that they pay for this stuff if, you, if you're not tying an offering? It's a connection. It's a building that has to be ran. They can't go to the mortgage company. You know there's a mortgage on that building. You know that a bank gave them money to open that church. They had to pay the mortgage. Like you go home and pay your mortgage, they had to pay theirs too. I think a lot of times hurt comes through the finances of church too. That's a big hurt issue. And people don't understand if the people would be more engaged in the church and join more organizations, you know, more um, clubs, not clubs, um, committees, committees, committees. If they join more committees in church and get more in depth in church, they'll understand the runnings of a church and they'll understand what they have to go through, you know, and they're going based on you reading the Bible, knowing that the Bible states you're supposed to tie, you're supposed to give offerings to the, to the altar. They hoping, and that's why they teach it. Like, oh, they always teaching this about getting this money. Everybody going around with G5 planes and all this. I'm like, yo, listen. <laughs> a pastor supposed to get paid to do his job because he's given you his life, technically, and his family all signed up for this, right? So they're supposed to be taken care of because they are helping you become a better person. And that's a lot. So I think that's one of the issues. Um, I think another one is working on you. While you're in this this house of the Lord, you're supposed to be working on yourself and become a better you as a person. And when you do that, the church hurts won't bother you as much because you won't let things get to you as much because you've been working on yourself. So that's another part. The church hopping. If you are a person that is always going to have confrontation with somebody, if you don't get your way, it's going to be a fact that it's not going to be them. It's going to be you. You're the common denominator. If you hopping around churches because every time somebody gets you upset, you starting to pattern. People are going to be like, well, you know, okay, once in a while things do happen and people have to leave a church. 
But if you're constantly leaving churches every six to a year to two years because you don't like somebody said something to you, that's something that, that you got to deal with in you. Because you should not get, somebody should not make you that upset to leave the house that you love to go to. You know, this shall pass. Whoever this person is, if, it's, if the person is in the wrong, God's going to take care of it. You know, the, remember the place you're supposed to be learning this at? You're supposed to be learning this, right? So when you're in there, you're supposed to be learning this. God's going to take care of whatever that is happening. Let him do his job. He didn't ask you to go in there and jump around. Maybe he wanted you to be there. Maybe that conflict was supposed to happen to you to teach you something. Have you thought about that? Maybe that conflict was supposed to be for you to, to get to that next level to understand that, you know, you got to learn how to work with people because maybe he has a job for you that he's going to elevate you to. And he knows that you need to learn this before you get to that job because you can't go in that job with that spirit. Everything is a reason for everything that happens to you. Any conflict or any anything that is negative is not a negative. It's supposed to teach you something. But you'll learn that as you get more into Christ. So these new people that go into Christ, Donna said it perfectly. Please go in there with an open mind, an open spirit. Please go in there learning your word and understand. Go to Proverbs. That's the best book, I swear to you, that will teach you a lot of this kind of stuff to get you more in tune of what's happening. And you won't take everything personally. And then you had said something about um, assume, assumption and assuming. Assumption and assuming means you're not communicating. That means that you don't have good communication skills because instead of you assuming a whole scenario and making a whole story behind it and grabbing people and pull them into it, if you just go to the horse's, horse's mouth and just ask them what happened, can we talk? I, I mean, I don't know what happened. Can we talk about the, you know, the situation? You'll realize it's probably not as big as you think it is. And this person probably didn't even realize what she did or he, or he did. And you made a big thing about something that really didn't have to be that big. And you uproot your whole life, probably took your kids out of the choir and everything else to leave this church just because somebody said something to you that is not even like, you know, it shouldn't shift your world and your life over, you know, something. So stop assuming things and just talk to the person. This is all lessons that we have to learn. We all have to learn how to deal with people. Um, and remember, everybody does not think the same. Everybody don't think like you think. That was a problem I had. I always thought that if I'm thinking this way and it seems like it's the right way, why are you not thinking that way? Everybody don't think the way you think. So you have to understand that when you're dealing with people, you got to kind of put yourself in their shoes and kind of understand that, you know, well, I don't understand it, but I got to respect it. You know, is there any way we could come into a middle here? Is there any medium here that we could work work this out? Because, you know, it's not worth our friendship or, or, or whatever you want to call it in church. You know, it's not worth it. Like, I, I think that that would solve a lot of the issues. Um, another thing is the, the learning lessons. If we start thinking our mindset, start working on the change in the mindset of realizing that everything is a life lesson. It's not being done to you, it's being done for you. We think everything's being done to us and that's why we think the way we think and that's why we do the things that we do. But if you realize that God has steps that he needs you to take to get to the next level and everything that you go through is a reason for it because he needs to get you ready for the next level, right? He gives you enough footing for you to see that one foot get in front of the other. That's all you see. You're not going to see all the way up the road. You, he gives you enough light to make that next footstep. That's it. Stop trying to figure everything out. You know, I'm about to do my problems three, five, and six. <laughs> <Go to> everything. <laughs> 
it goes with everything stop trying to figure everything out and just let him do his job and just go to the next step do not try to go four or five steps ahead because that's where we messed up at that's where all the assumptions happen that's when you always try to figure things out is because we go too far ahead of the steps just do the next step and believe me i'm still i'm still learning this i have to stop myself sometimes because i do kind of tend to kind of i got oh wait wait i gotta do it so i get it it's not easy but if you're consistent with it and you just read and you just believe and you just go to these scriptures and these days with the bible that we have online you could just put in the issue and it'll bring scriptures up to match what you need to do so you don't have to go through the whole bible you could just say uh conflict or communications or and it'll bring up these passages that will answer your question right then and there so you could say okay god i see what you're saying i got you so church hurt to me is something that we really don't have to have if we just use these tools um if you did the tools and you still don't feel good and and the spirit is telling you that you need to move on follow your spirit and move on but move on in a gracious way just like you leave your jobs you leave two weeks notice you, you know, you, you know, you don't go in there and, and knock yourself off the desk and cursing people out and do all that stuff. You know, just like a church, you you know what? My spirit is telling me I need to move on because that's what he does, too. He does that, too, mm-hmm. because sometimes you outgrow your church or he has you somewhere else that he needs to put you so you could help other people. Because he other people in that church that he needs you to touch. That's fine. But is it you or is it him? See, that's where we got the problem here. Is it you or is it him that's making you leave this church? And that's what Donna has said today. And that made a lot of sense. You got to sit still for a minute. Just sit still and figure it out before you jump, jump, jump. Just sit still and pray and ask God, is it me or is it your doing? And if it's his doing, he's going to still tug at you. And if it is his doing, then leave. But leave in a good manner. Just, you know, tell them, you know, and they understand if they're part of, if they're, if they're the children of God, they get it. They're like, okay, I understand. I got you. God telling you to move on. You got to do what he told you to do. Yeah. So this is a good one, Donna. It, it really, it, this is so complex and so many levels to this thing. You know what I'm Can saying? I Can I go back to something that you said? Yeah. You mentioned about the, the church hopping. Mm-hmm. And you got to really think though, when you are, you need to be in a place where you're being fed. So mm-hmm. when you think about church hopping, think about just jumping from kitchen to kitchen to kitchen. Like you don't know who's preparing the food. You don't know what they about to serve. Think about, you know, like that. You need to know where you're going to eat. You know, you need to know something about this house. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just going to eat off out of everybody's kitchen. Just like you shouldn't just be popping in everybody's congregation. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to give yourself time. Like, is this where I belong? Okay, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't base it on one Sunday, you know, or two Sundays. Like, just the, be careful of the church hopping because you can't mm-hmm. have everything going in your head. And you're not going to get everything you need. Like, there's certain things you're not going to get. Like, there's like anything in life. You got to compromise. You're not going to get everything on your checklist. Like, everything is not going to be exactly perfect. For example, um, at one time I used to go to a church. I love gospel music. I'm a gospel music person. Worship music is fine, but the soul, I'm, I, I get more from gospel music. You know what I'm saying? I get more of the feeling with gospel music. That's just my preference. You know what I'm saying? But my pastor is amazing. He's like the words, 
it, it's like the way he explains things, it just hits me. And it's so, um, it just so, it's so real with me. And my kids love him. And my kids actually understand everything. And they can repeat back what he, they learned. That was important to me. Mm-hmm. So that was more important to me than the gospel music. You know, I, I, I like worship music, but anything that's about God, I love it because it's God's music. But it just certain things about gospel music, it touched me a little bit more. But I was like, it's not, the word is what you really there for. That is the, the meat and potatoes of the service, right? So I'm being fed and I'm being satisfied and I don't feel like I'm missing anything and my kids are not missing anything. It's all worth it for me. So and- it's, it's about it's about what you you know what I'm saying you have to kind of know what you really need to feed you first. Okay, I don't want to forget this. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to forget, but you made you just said you know uh, I don't know, but I, I'll go with what I was thinking. You said the words for me, for me. That was the best for you, you know, for your mm-hmm. kids, for you, whatever. But also, sometimes what you experience is not for you. Mm-hmm or just for you it's so that you could bless somebody else too that's true so sometimes yeah the things that you experience or maybe you go to church one sunday and the message is not really for you like maybe you can't relate but you know someone who can that's always the case for you that's where i I couldn't i was i took a minute to get to it but yeah because you know how sometimes there are sermons that are preached and you're listening like how do you know that (laughs) Like, yeah, I, and, and they zoom in right on you. You were like, really? Yes, like, like a camera. Like, really? like, <laughs> <laughs> like the zoom lens is right here. Right, just let everybody know, right? It's like, like Donna, this is for <laughs> you. <laughs> and it looks like everybody's like, mm-hmm. But like, but nobody knows that really but you. Like, but because he is touching your heart, there's something that is going on with you that you're dealing with, and you know, God, this message was for me. Thank you. And then there are some Sundays where the message may not be directly for you like that, mm-hmm. but you do know someone who's experienced something that this message is targeting. So you know what? I could be a blessing to that person. Let me tell you what Pastor talked about today. Yes, this exactly. So just the, the main thing is really just pray. You you got to stay in prayer, especially when it comes to church hurt. And another thing Regina said um, was um, everybody doesn't think the same way you do. So you may have been hurt by something that this other person likes the same thing would not hurt them. Mm-hmm. So they probably really don't know what they did. You know, maybe something was said that offended you, but you could say the same thing to another person and they wouldn't be offended. So no. you have to really, I'm, I really believe communication can solve a lot of church hurt or at least keep it from going on because you got to also think if you leave and don't tell anybody why you left or don't tell the person that affected you so much that you had to leave that doesn't do anything for them you uprooted your life and left they still don't know what happened you don't give them a chance to even try to fix it right and you shouldn't um you know and then when other people ask you why you left you have no problem there's no hesitation in telling them why you left Mm-hmm. And what some people, for some people, yeah, some okay. people never say anything, and then some people can't wait to tell other people what this person did. But That's you true. still didn't talk to that person. You That's didn't give true. them the opportunity to have a conversation. And you know what? After you have the conversation, you still might feel like, well, I did the right thing by leaving. 
-hmm. you still might feel that way. They still might not understand or they may not even validate the way that you've been feeling all this time. You know what? It's a possibility, but Mm -hmm. it's also a possibility that they might apologize and say, I never knew that that happened. Mm -hmm. Or I apologize for making you feel that way. I had no idea. I mean, it, it can go both ways, but my thing is just give people the opportunity. But I will say this, guys. Um, we normally do a takeaway, but I'm just going to tell you our social media platforms first. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We would love it if you'd follow us and subscribe to our YouTube channel and share our messages with people. Um, the takeaway for me today is, well, I've said a lot, but just um, do the self-reflection. And if you feel like it's worth it to fix that hurt that you experienced in that one place, because it could have been years ago. But if you feel like it's worth it to you, try to fix it and have a conversation with the person. Regina, your thoughts? Yeah, I would just piggyback and say that, you know, remember that we're not perfect and we're all in there for the same reasons. So just keep that in mind. We're all in there for the same reason. You want somebody to give you grace and mercy too. So don't be so hard on somebody because you're going to have one day that you're not going to say something that's proper or right and you're going to want somebody to give you grace. So just remember that before you get too upset with someone. That's it, so... Um, Regina, you know, always does the closing, but so I'll just say be blessed, everyone. Yeah, Um, we are going to be on all those platforms, so please listen out for us, and please give us comments, and let us know you're out there. We would love to talk to you, so until next time, God bless.